Did any of you know Mr. Pomerant Salavashon? Yeah, this Kavura is in a few hours, so this is a this is a nigun. He he actually who tomorrow on Shabbos on my grandfather's yard said on Shabbos Chaim Yitzchak Benachem Yisrael Akoyin. Mr. Pomerant Michal had me. It's interesting, he had me um, compose a nigun in, in memory of Elie Wiesel. Crazy story. Actually, you know what, I'll send a link out to everyone. I'll send a link out explaining the whole story because he was working on some project. Uh, a beautiful project. But anyway, this was, this, I just uh, was listening to it yesterday. So this is the nigun. Yeah. 
so I, I want to want us to have him in mind. He was, he was uh, Pomerantz was a, a very, very, very big mamin. Very big. You know Mr. Yes. So he was a, Ellie, I'm sure you know him. He was a, he was a real mamin. He really believed in Hashem. Really believed in God. David, did you know him? Mr. Pomerantz? Yeah. David, you know him, yeah? Chaim, you got to meet him over the years? Not yet. Yeah, he was a very, 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 very special year. And uh, he almost came with us to Uman this last time we went. Um, Kimat, remember? And he couldn't make, he was, his health, Jerry was working with him to try to get him to, it's like a crazy story. Jerry was also very close to him. And uh, he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it, but... He, I think he gave us each a gift, he right? He gave us uh, some books. He gave each person a book on the trip. Just yeah. a He really cared. He was a sincere yid that cared. It was a mamin. And uh, loved Am Yisrael and loved, loved the schut of living in this time, of coming back to Eretz Yisrael and building Eretz Yisrael. And he's an iconic figure of the streets of Yerushalayim for, for many years. And for, he's helped us get a lot of the different farm over the years as well. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Him and his boys, they helped us get... I was working with them a number of times to try to get certain swarm. So, um, and he, he he's being laid to rest in in the next, in like two hours. So. I just want this to be the Elohim Nishmas. So we're in the middle. We're going to finish today. Very short, but but important Perik. Very important Perik. Perik uh, Hay. And I was so happy that Josh Baron chimed in this week in the chat saying, you know, what we learned last week about, um, and it was very, it was so true about less gluttony or not reaching <laughs> gluttony and just pulling back from that extra, even, if, even though it's mutter, having an extra lachaim, pulling back from that extra one, from that less piece of, of, of flesh or challah, pulling back from just one of them because the bigger picture is having more energy to use Shabbos for Shabbos. So a lot of people, they approach Shabbos, they're like, this is the day. All week long, like, you know, what's the, what's the, what's the slogan? Work hard? Yeah, that's not a Jewish slogan. What's, what, would be our, what would be like the slogan based on last week's year? Work hard, nap, no. No. <laughs> work, work hard. Sh- right, no. So Stephen came up with the slogan, work hard, Shabbos hard. It was no. He says like right, and then the first Shabbos we came to Shul, he comes up to me with the, the whole thing. Say, work, hard, work hard, Shabbos hard. So, okay, so what is Shabbos hard? Shabbos hard. So, so, so for some people we said Shabbos hard is like, okay, flesh hard. That's the Shabbos hard, right? But, and, but we, like we saw last week that crazy, that amazing thing from the Ben Ishchai, then going to the Zara Kodesh. The Ben Ishchai says one hour of learning... And Shabbos is equivalent to a thousand hours of learning during the week. If that's the case, more learning. More learning. Then we said, but Zohar Kodesh says, wait, one hour of learning Pneumius, like Zohar is like a thousand hours of learning Nigla. Okay, so what does that mean? One hour of learning Nister on Shabbos is like, well, he said like, what did he say? Thousands of thousands, yeah. Ain't so so then we came to the conclusion, wait a second, many of us, we have little kids, and even those who don't have little kids, we're not living in the times where, you know, Shabbos was really like, 
you say hello to your wife maybe for 20 minutes and then the rest of the time you're by the Rebbe and you're shuggling in shul. So it's not like that. But what could it be? Me'at, me'at, a little bit. Whatever that little bit is that you hold back from things that aren't necessary and you give in to things that open up the horizons, it's a different Shabbos. I, I want to say, last Shabbos, I, I actually had it. Last Shabbos, it was like just a few less spoons of something or a few less, whatever it was. And yeah, it wasn't, I don't think I said I added another hour of learning. But even that 20, listen, if, if one hour is like a thousand hours, then a minute, you're doing pretty good. A minute's like a thousand minutes, I'll take that. <laughs> so whatever it is, on whatever level we can, it, it changes our zone of what Shabbos is. And that's, that, was, that was what we were basically saying last week. Did I leave anything out? Was that the, does anyone want to say anything else? This is that we're on Shabbos, not... Shabbos, Shabbos. No, we, we've had we've had we've had Mamar and we've had we've had different uh, discourses here talking about the avoda of erev Shabbos. This, the way the way we saw it was was Shabbos. Now he said there there could be some hachanot you can do before Shabbos so that on Shabbos you really have the space to zone into what's important and what's not important. And he's going to go back to it at the end of this piece as well. So the opening line about uh, learning a chazot. Right. That was like, wow. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that made me feel really bad, actually. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> yeah. Shamati Pam, Rav Choshev, Rabbi Nachum Yitzchak Frank, in the name of the Chazan Ish, Lakum Belel Shabbat Achar Chatzot, Velasok Batorah, Yeshpo Neimut Veone Kogadol. If you wake up Chatzot and you spend, and then the rest of the night till the morning, you're, you're, you're just davening and you're learning. Is a ni'imut ve'one kogadol. There's such pleasantness and pleasure. Ad kedekach she'im nochri hayam argish betam aniflazen. That was the line. Ad she nochri. Thank you for. Ad she ad kedekach she'im nochri hayam argish betam aniflazen hayam mitgayer. That if a non-Jew would would really taste a little bit of what that pleasure is of getting up chazot and learning the rest of the morning, to the he he would have no chance. He would have to convert. <laughs> We would have to convert too. You know? <laughs> we would have to choose conversion. Okay. We did. Okay. So now we're on Daf Nun Bet. Short. This is the. You'll see just a little bit more. Ayem Bakuzari. I love when he does this because you know he's he, this Rebbe who's Breslov. He's quoting Chazan Ish Chafetz Chaim the Kuzari, Ba'ashem Tov Arizal. This is Kola Torah Kula. It's not. It's, it's everyone's Torah. So. You know that there's an Indian of, of saying 100 brachas a day, obviously. You know, you know where it comes from, right? With David Amela. Yeah, so it's not, I don't want to get into it right now, but you know it's a very big Indian. And Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter actually has a whole sefer. Uh, I think it's called Hamevarach Yisvarach. And it's all about, you have it? Yeah. Jerry and I learned it once. We were beginning to learn it during COVID. It's about the Indian, the Pnimius of why did Chazal, well, what's the thing of why we say 100 different brachas a day? Now it's, and it's, it's comes down in many different places. We're not going to go into the sugya, but he's going to, for a reference, this is where he quotes from the Kuzari. I am Kuzari Ma'amar Gimel. Shekatav me'inyan hashlamat me'abrachot b'shabbat v'zeh l'shono. There's a little bit of a confusing l'shon. Ve'ahava ve'ha'yir'ah me'ein safek nichnasot b'nefesh im'eile ha'inyanim u'meshu'arim b'shi'ur toreh chukei chok ha'torah. Now, 
the, the greatest reference that I, could, uh, that I could think of in order to explain what he may be talking about on a conscious level is where a Jew reaches on a subconscious level on Purim. How's, let me ask you guys, this is, this is the acid test. How was your Mari of this last year, Motzei Purim? Do any of you even remember your Mariv on what's the balcony? It was the balcony. Huh? You, so you remember? Nice. I remember where it was. Right. That's when? It was the first one I actually do remember. Because you had to, right? We spoke about it. Because you were in, you're in Avelus, you had to lead, yeah. right? It was the first Motzei Mariv Purim you remember, right? Now, why? Obviously, why? Because we're, you know, where, where, where are we going? Why is it an Indian, of course, to dive a mincha before Sauda? Obviously, we know where we're holding and we know where we're, where we're heading to. Now, one... Bidiuk. So now, this is the thing. What can happen to a person when they're, when they're tuning into Ahava and Yira, love and awe, in a holy way, what's the sakana that can happen to a person like that? What is the danger? Even though it's, most, it's essential, even though, what do we mean? I have to go to love and awe, Right? But the love and awe sometimes can bring me to a place of just what he's talking about, Oneg Shabbos. Shabbos, it's Oneg. L'chaim, Shabbos, Oneg. L'chaim, Shabbos, good Shabbos. Ah, L'chaim, L'chaim. Abba, can you, it's time to bench. Can you wake up, please? Right? <laughs> Honey, it's Mincha. Ah! You know, so our con... <laughs> Our concept, right? No one knows what I'm talking about. Our, our concept, our understanding of, of like this, of, of our, our relation, a Yiddish relationship with Oyneg, with pleasure, with Ahal, with Yira, it's a, you know, you know, we have an Indian. We, our Indian is different. Our Indian is different of how we relate to 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 When I was in Mexico, there was a guy there, I'll never forget this. He was not not uh, Mexican Urkel. This is a different guy. He he was um, every time we said L'chaim, he saw that Jews were taking glasses and going up, and he would get up and scream uh, something out there. Saludo, and he would he, Saludo means I think cheers, right? Yeah. So and then he said a whole thing, and I, I was like, yeah, I didn't know what he was saying. But he, right? Every time it was L'chaim. The way the way Yid has Onik has Simcha. Now, also as love and yira is very different. Now, what's now with love? This is a very interesting thing. What is it the Kuzari saying over here that, that even love and, and yira has to be in shirim? Because what can love, if love doesn't have a certain type of boundary, what could love lead you to? The same place we're talking about, ke'ilu, motzei purim. What about yira? If yira doesn't have a certain shir, where can yira lead you to? Easily, depression. Or, or all, it's, it can be like the, 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 the gateway for all the sveikas to come inside and like the Yaakov Avinus you need to have the Yaakov Avinus not Abraham, not Yitzhak, but Yaakov it needs to be the combination of one and two yeah, we're called, we're called B'nai Yisrael you know, that's, that's, that's where we're at so listen to what he says he's basically going to now we gave a little hakdama to what he's going to bring in these topics, these concepts of love and awe, these are things that reach the core of our soul. What does it mean that they have to be, so to speak, in measurements? What does that mean, right? 
והביור בזה, the explanation is like this, דהנה היצר הרע מסובב ומעוות דעת האדם בכל מיני אופנים. It's amazing, just when we think we beat him, him, her, the יצר הרע, whatever you want to call it, it, it always comes back in another אופן, like someone gave a great mashal. What's the יצר הרע's name? If we have to give him a name? Kenny. Right. Kenny gets killed at the end of every episode. And then he shows up again the next, right? And he's back again. What's going on over here? I just wanted not to sound from. It wasn't my era. So I, I never watched. I never saw it. But apparently, did I get it right? He's, he gets killed. Does he die? every? So in our minds, it's like, oh, we got it. So then he's like, Mitzitz ben acharakan. I'm back, next episode. So the Yitzhahar is going to try through everything, even through things that Kivyachol or Kedusha, to come in and start messing with us. V'abir is bezedien, Yitzhahar mesovev u'me'avet da'at ha'adam b'chol minei ofanim. L'dugma, k'sha'adam sanach b'simcha atzma b'shabes kodesh, how could the Yitzhahar come in? I'm b'simcha's Shabbos, where's the Yitzhahar going to come in? I'm singing, I'm dancing. Hashem is born. Thank you, Hashem. Good Shabbos. The can come and say, hey, I'm going to give you an Eitzah. Meaning, you know what? This is the way to be. Don't take life too seriously. Keep on going on this Mahalach. Now, I just want to say, this can happen even sure. Friday night dancing can be so high. It can be so gewalt. And... People just, like, honestly, I would just have you, if I had like a, I would like put a sign, there will be one designated rhythm keeper during the <laughs> dancing, right? And just have you keep it, keep on the one. Because even the drum circle could happen around the bima. What's wrong with it? It's kivalt, it's beautiful. But, but the Yitzhahara can come in and say, with dancing also. Remember, you know how hard we try to like get back to, Serious davening between the end of <laughs> the end of Lechadodi to Mizmor Shir. What happened over there? What happened is that is Kalis, No one means anything bad. It's not a miskavan. It's not no one. No one. No one is Khalilah doing this on purpose. But it can come in right then and there. So it's you know Yitzhahara, like the Kotzker Rebbe said, Esav wore a strimo. We always say this. You have to remember the Yitzhahara that looks like Yitzhahara is pretty easy to beat. Esav wore a strimo, meaning. It's dafka, the things, like the simcha of Shabbos, the things that look really, where it can come in and snap in, like l'chaims, when it's mutar. Right? Hold on a second. I just appointed you, by the way. Tom. It's official. Don't worry, I won't do that again. You do it? I did it last week. No one means bad. I've done it too. I've done it too. I just get... You know, I wait and then he comes and I, I can dance. It's great. With a fabrengen, you had a fabrengen. And you were, you were totally giving St. Tyrus with Bat Sadiqim to one. And then you came home and you had a, you had a Sauda. And it finished at 4.30. It's, an, it's, a, it's a winter Shabbos. Mincha was at 4.15. Ah, it's okay. L'chavit Shabbos. The Simcha has to be in the right place. Al zeh katav shetzarich ahava, aval shetiyeh b'shi'ur v'gvul shashem yitbarach rotzeh. V'chen b'yir'ah, sh'yizayr, sh'lo yikanes, le'atzvut v'yeush, like you were saying. 
What could happen with Yira? I'm so into Yira, and I'm being so real about how much I'm in fear of the Rebbe Nishleilam, that B'Shem HaEmes, B'Shem HaEmes, in the name of truth, I know where I am. I have no chance of, of, of being a real Yid right now. I have no chance of doing Tshuva. I know where I am. I know what I've done. B'Shem HaYira, right? That's the Yitzhahara talking. By means of the seduction of the evil inclination, like Amalek whispering into your ear, you and I both know that even though you're experiencing a momentary from attack right now, you know where you were yesterday and you know where you're going to be tomorrow. So what, what like we all, like Reb Shlomo once said, like some, someone that like thinks like this, it's like they're starving, someone offers them a sandwich and they say, what good is this going to do? I was hungry before, I'm going to be hungry in a few hours. Shmendrik, eat a sandwich. You have, a, you have some food in front of you. Take what you can right now. The Yitzhahara comes and tries to tell you, listen, you know where you were. You know where you're going to be. So, and, that, and, and that comes in the name of Yira. It's a Yira Nefula. It's not real Yira. The Rebbe speaks about this. So it's Yira Nefula. It's fallen Yira. So how do you know that your yira is balanced? Is my yira causing me to fear to do tshuva? The second I smell that, call it out and say, I see you, Esav. Take off the shtrimal. You don't. You're not so holy. If the yira that you come to starts injecting within you thoughts of saying, in the name of truth, right now, who am I to daven? I know what I just did this morning. That, at, call it out, that, that's mamash the year. And, so too, with kiu da'ava. Love. I'm such a love. I'm, how, could I, how could I love one woman? I have to love, right? That, that's, we have these sick voices in the world, you know, these, uh, uni- what are they called? Universalists? I don't know. Where it's just all hefker, right? Love. And, and it, it's not in the name of hatred. It's not the name of anything. You think God intended you to love just one person? Like it has the most convincing sound to it. But even the Ahava, everything has to be Beshi'ur. Beshi'ur. I have to tell you something heartbreaking. This is not much heartbreaking. Some guy was arguing with me and a friend this week for a while. Now, the, the weird thing is, is that I, I wasn't even arguing with him because I agreed with every point he was saying. He just... He was saying it like this, and I was like, you know, you don't, I, you, don't, you don't have to say it like this. You can just say what you're saying. He was talking about Eretz Yisrael and Yishmaelim, and he didn't have to convince me anything. I was, you know, totally with him, but he was saying it with such anger, right? And then in the middle of the conversation, he says to me, Ata, ata musmach, the guy's not religious, he says, Ata musmach, are you, uh, how do you say that? Are you, uh, huh? Ordained. Are you ordained? In the middle of the conversation, are you ordained? Yeah, he's like, okay, I have to talk to you. Like, he changed his tone completely, right? Like, okay. One of them, he's like, no, 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 He pulled me out to the side somewhere, and he, and he started, the guy that was so like this started crying. He's saying, you know, I, uh, uh, God wants us to love, right? That's what it's all about, love, right? Ahavat chinam. And Rabbi Akiva says, "After the Chakam Chazik Klal Gadol B'Torah, right?" The guy says, "It's like, yeah, okay, I could tell you went to, you know, basic cheder uh, or whatever." He says, "I have to talk to an ordained person to 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 know what to do with the following." He says, "Why?" He says, 
classes. Um, he basically opened up to me very deeply about a painful, misbalanced love account in his life. Like, really messed up. In the name of love. In the name of love, right? And his taina was, doesn't God, isn't that what God wants us to be? People of Ahava Shinam? He's like, and he wasn't trying to like justify what he's, what he's doing. He really wanted to understand. He's like, I, I need to understand. Isn't the bottom line Ahava? So here we see the, the Ramonish thing. When it comes to all the Midot, Beshi'urim. Beshi'urim, always. Always. Right. Sister, right. love her, Chesed. Chesed. Also, what's a harlot called half the time in the Torah? Kedesha. Yeah, Kedesha. So it's the same thing. It's the same exact Indian. Very sneaky how, like, and the Yitzhah comes and says, look what the Torah calls it. <laughs> okay, so that, so basically, what is he trying to bring us to? Shabbos is Mekor HaBracha. It's the source of all blessing. Therefore, the Yitzhahara is going to try to come and do whatever it can to pull you away from being attached to the source of blessing. Remember, the Yitzhahara is not going to come so much and attach you, disattach you from the source of Suffolk. On the contrary, he's going to madbik you to the source of Suffolk. He'll, 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 he'll stick you there in a second. Okay. And that's why all this avod that we're doing of the Hanaf for Shabbat is really for this. Now, in order to make sure we can have help with all this, with all this in our minds, to get our minds set with all these things, and this is how he ends this parak. It's very special. Again, going back to his father, who we spoke about, Reb David Shechter. My father invested a lot of time and thought into how to respect and honor the Shabbos, from the end, and going into Shabbos to the end of Shabbos. This is very good, Musa, what he's going to say. Bivgadim na'im v'nekiim. To make sure he has clean and mechubadika and, and clothes. Now, not just going into Shabbos, but how clean is your shirt on Shabbos morning? <laughs> huh? That's already, that's a, it's a taiva also not to take a, you know, you know, it's an Indian, you can't really... <laughs> It's not that you can't really, you can't. <laughs> you can't clean schmutz. That goes, uh, you, re- right, you really can't? A wiping? That's why you've got a jacket. That's the only reason why I started working with a jacket. Oh, right. Tie. Right. I walked into a Lechaim Rechavia two weeks ago. Yeah. A friend of mine's daughter got engaged. Mazel tov. Thank you. I walked in. I, I realized how long I've been in Israel, how disconnected I am. Like Rechavi is almost like a microcosm of the yeshivish world in America, the country. Everybody's wearing suits and ties. It's a Thursday. I, oh, it's Thursday. I, I, I thought Thursday, it was Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. I walked in. I didn't know where I was. I was like in the twilight zone. They got dirty Thursday morning. They really yeah, it was wild. <laughs> suits and ties. Sorry. Sorry. Um, the samachlaze, third line, fourth line. Samachlaze. <laughs> Everything has to be clean in honor of Shabbos. One of the takanas that Ezra has instituted was what? That you, you, meaning, obviously today it's a little bit different, but back then, what you think that, you know, they went. They went to Kmart to buy a, a new, a, a new uh, 
white shirt every Thursday, would it not be time? Like, whatever they had, so they, they started, they, do it, they did a kibbutz, they, they started, you know, cleaning it, already on, th- on Thursday. The Gemara brings down Baba Kama, and also the Torah Shulchan Aron, Tzman Reish Meim Beinz. What Hashem wants us is to wear clean clothes on Shabbos. And not just the clothes, everything, the, the, the table, the silverware, it all should be clean on Shabbos. But together with this, This is... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the shul too. Sometimes I walk, you know, every, any shul, it's not, we're, we're pretty good because it's not, it's just chairs in there. And we don't, and, and I'm so proud that we've stuck to this. There's no food in the shul. And there's no, the shul's for, the shul's for, and we have space for it now. But he's saying, wait, wait a second, Shal Shulis comes, by then what? So all of Shabbos, right? This is before, like, oh, it says, This is pre-nylon days, right? So what is there? The tablecloth. Huh? Yeah. But for pre-nylon, so what does he have? There's a tablecloth. What's left? Let's say that he wasn't the kind, the chiyuv, of finishing every drop of wine from Kiddush or other things, and there's some wine left, what could happen? Kid can come and spill. Wait a second, so what do you do? What's that? He would go to the sink with the wine that was left in the cup, and he would return, and he would carefully... Now, I know what your halachic minds are thinking now, right? Huh? Or what else? Well, no, no, because he's, he's, he's actually saving it. But what else could be a thing that a light bulb that goes on? Did he make kiddush on this wine? Huh? Huh? Not just pagum. No, no, no. Did he make kiddush on like what else? What else in the house is also considered in this cheska? The tomeret. We don't even know. The bottle can get mixed up. I have no idea anymore. Like what's what? No. He says over here, Kacha. Haya nigash me'ashin shikomachazir ayin ha-bakbuk, shelo titlachlecha mapa, vegam lo yechasha shel tzovea mi'ayin ha-adom. So he's going here and he's saying, no, no, we're relieving ourselves from the suffix of one of the, one of the lamated melochas over here, that if you, you, you know, dying at, say this is lamim iskaven, whatever, but, v'chen haya nizar v'chol prat uprat, meaning, Every detail that he looked into, every detail was carefully, carefully looked after to make sure that on Shabbos, things remain clean, things remain in Chovet Shabbos. Now, I know sometimes we look at this and like, wow, what avdus, right? What avdut? What slavery? Shabbos is menucha. I want to be free. A yid knows that when you act like this, there's no freer, there's no, no freeing, no more of a freeing feeling than acting like this, than living like this. He would, he would, how do you say that? He would, like a retroactive uh, fixing. So that, I'm careful, and that's why you have to learn the halachas of Shabbos. 
והיה מהדר בכבוד שבת מבואו ועצתו עד שיהיו מרעד. Right, right, נכון, sorry. עד שהיו, that's the kavan of what the words is, yeah. Now, עד שהיו, so much so that the, 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 the energy in the house was like this, and alavai, I give us all the bracha that our children grew up, and grew up in homes like this, grandchildren, wherever we're holding, or just us. עד שהיו מרגישים השראת השכינה בכל פינה ופינה, that the whole house was Shabbosdik. Uh, I have friends, the Minog was, I don't know which Rebbe told them to do this. They sing, they dance Shalom Aleichem, not around the table. They go to every room in the house and say Shalom Aleichem. They go to every room, Shalom Aleichem. Who's that? David Sachs. David Sachs, right. Yeah, you go to every room in the house, say Shalom Aleichem. Why? Huh? Why? Well, he's a, here we could understand it based on this. What Shabbos? Is Shabbos just the Seuda? Obviously not. The Iker, of course, is to say Shalom Aleichem by the table. But it's not a, it's not a halacha to go to every room. It's a, His Indian was that I'm saying Shalom Aleichem, I'm bringing Shabbos. Shabbos has to do with everything of, my, of, of the day. I'm not just by the table on Shabbos. I'm also in a bedroom. I'm also in a playroom. I'm also in the den. I'm, depends how large your house is, right, whatever. And I'm bringing Shabbos to every corner of my house. And that, and that it's clean everywhere. Meaning, but the consciousness of that it's Shabbos is in every place in the house. You ever walk into a room on Shabbos that has nothing to do with Shabbos, so to speak? You have nothing to do with Shabbos. For instance, if you have a room that's just a computer or a television, right? Huh? The office, right? There's no Sfarim in there. You're not... And you just happen to wander in there, right? What happens to you? It's like a different vibe. It feels weird. It feels, oh, it feels wrong. It feels muzar. So some people would even say, like, you know, there's like, like they put tape on a, on a, huh? Lights on certain light switches, yeah. We have a TV in a room. We cover it on Shabbos with a, like a cloth. So if you're in that room, it's like... So maybe some people, like, they would clo- even close that room. Why? Is it asur, is it asur to walk in there? Maybe told. It's not asur to walk in there. But this is our avodah, of the bringing the consciousness of Shabbos into every pina of our heart, into every pina of the room, so that it's felt like this. And then when, and then when, when you have this kind of inyan, then it's like really like, the karata la Shabbat onig. Like that's, the, that's the general picture, the karata la Shabbat onig. So we should be zolche, bezrat Hashem, to keep on... on getting clear indicators of how to make Shabbos for us really, you know, me'ein olam haba, me'ein olam haba. In olam haba, there's no pounding l'chaim till four in the afternoon. In olam haba, there's just lehit aneg miziv hashchina, like the Alter Rebbe brings down from the Zohar. So we should be to connect to that inyan nekuda b'chol prat u prat b'chayenu. Shukor, good Shabbos.